everyone, and welcome back to the People Project Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Klein, and each week I will be bringing you episodes on different topics that affect us all in different ways, internally, externally, or sometimes both. As you know, I created this podcast to talk about people because everyone has a story worthy of being told. Last week, I talked all about communication in the digital age, and I was joined by my friend Samantha, and this week's episode will be on heroes, and I have some special guests that y'all will be hearing from a little bit later. Um, So before we begin, I just want to take a second to thank everyone who has listened to the podcast so far, shared it, given me reviews, given me feedback, provided input, been a guest, answered a million and a half questions. You know who you are. Um, y'all, y'all are so awesome. And poor Derek too. He basically has to hear me ramble about these episodes all week while I'm like researching and writing and whatever and planning before I even sit down and record. So he's a champ. But this podcast is something that I've wanted to do for so long. And like earlier this year, I was really in a slump and I was in a season of like, what the heck am I doing with my free time? I just sit around and watch TV or whatever. And like, that's fine. But like, that's just not, that's just not, that's just not me. And so I was like, you know, what, what can I do? I want to do something that serves a purpose. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed about it. And I just pray that God would present me with an opportunity to use like my gifts and my skills to do something awesome that like I enjoyed and maybe other people would enjoy too. Um, And then one day the idea for the people project was born and it initially started, as you know, um, as a list of questions that I had and I interviewed several people with them. um, And from there I was like, okay, well, cool. I've done these interviews. Like, what am I going to do with these answers? What am I going to do with this information? And I thought about writing a blog. Um, but honestly, like, does anyone really read blogs anymore? Like on a regular basis, like I'll read a blog post here and there, but on a regular basis, not, not a lot of people do, you know, I think I can think of like two that I read on a regular basis, but I love to read. So I was like, what, what medium is, is best? And so I put a poll on Twitter and like overwhelming response was podcasts. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? Cool. So I mentioned it to Derek and he was like, well, we have all the gear. We have all the stuff. Here we go. And so he was super supportive, got me set up with everything that I needed. And I was off to the races (laughs) and, um, the people project was born So it's been such like a big blessing to me. Y'all have no idea. I mean, getting to talk with people both on the podcast and off um, about their lives and their stories, whatever, like it's just, it's so cool. And of course, you know, we, we talk about lighthearted things. We talk about favorite movies and favorite bands and whatever, but then we talk about like heavier things too, like loss and grief and, you know, mental health struggles and, and. I think that's really cool because that's how life is, you know, there's the heavy, the light, the good and the bad. And I, I just, I think it's really cool. And I mean, if this podcast can help one person, like one human being on the planet feel like a little less alone, a little more understood then my goal has been reached. And, um, like as Derek gets ready to go back out on the road, 
I'm really excited to have like this podcast and this little community that I'm building to keep me busy and be an outlet for like all the words and thoughts and ideas that ceaselessly like float around in my head. Um, so I just say all that to say, like, I love you guys. I really appreciate every single one of you. And hopefully sometime soon we can all like connect in person in real life. Um, so that my heart can just like completely explode and burst open. Um, so, okay, here we go. Heroes. (laughs) So what makes a hero? Um, or better yet, I guess maybe we should start with what is a hero. So, When you think hero, you might think of Captain America, Bucky Barnes, Tony Stark, or you might think of a family member, a frontline worker, athlete, celebrity, or someone else that in whatever way is really special to you. And to be fair, I mean, all of these answers are correct. I don't personally think there's one right or wrong answer to what a hero is. It's a personal opinion based on life experiences. So then like how do we how do we define it then? If it's a personal perspective, how do we define that? Well, I think that varies. So to some, heroism involves a behavior or action done like on behalf of another person for a moral cause or reason while like I mean, it's very well understood why people do evil things. Like researchers and psychologists know kind of the basis for evil, but as far as like what makes people heroes and like have this desire to just jump out in front of a bus and save somebody, like that's not quite as clear and definitions kind of differ from person to person or resource to resource, Um, sometimes based on life experiences, but other times it's just purely based on their opinion. And so a lot of definitions of heroism that I noticed while doing my research was broken down by like types or degrees of personal risk and sacrifice that was involved. So some, like I said, jumping out in front of a bus, really grand act, you know, endangering your life in order to save another person. But other things are more like every day, just little things that you do to maybe make somebody's day better or to help somebody that you see that's in need. And so there's a psychologist named Frank Farley, and he talks about big H heroism and small H heroism. So big H heroism involves like a big risk, like getting hurt, going to jail, dying, all that stuff. Um, And then there's small H heroism. And that's like things we do every day, helping somebody out, being nice to someone, standing up for justice. So these things don't typically involve like personal risk on our part. um, But it's still heroism. So People don't really necessarily agree, like psychologists, on which specific characteristics strictly make up heroism, but um, I found a study that was published in 2015 in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology that suggests that heroes have 12 central traits. This is what they are. Bravery, conviction, courage, determination, helpfulness, honesty, inspiration, protectiveness, moral integrity, self-sacrificing, selflessness, and strength. So the psychology of heroism might not be well understood, but one thing that is understood that I thought was cool is that people can also learn to be heroes. Like, so we'll get to that here in a little bit, but um, other important characteristics of a hero that 
um, I, you know, that I believe and, you know, that I kind of have seen that other people believe is, you know, empathy, compassion, being able to see things from somebody else's perspective, like walking a mile in someone else's shoes, um, living and dying by this moral compass, um, being confident, being competent, not being afraid to face their fears. I mean, like Superman's not afraid of heights, you know? Um, but in in our time, it seems like society is really, really a lot more impressed with celebrity than heroism. Um, because that's one thing that kind of came up in my mind was like, okay, what's the difference between a celebrity and a hero? And I mean, we know there's a difference, you know, like every celebrity is not a hero. Every hero is not a celebrity, right? But true heroism comes down to taking a risk to do the right thing. Um, and a celebrity is someone who is famous for being famous. And like I said, heroes might not even be famous at all. Um, and that shouldn't be what like being a hero is about is like to get notoriety. Like you should do heroic things, whether anybody else sees you do them or not. Um, it's about doing the right thing when nobody else is watching. So do heroes matter? I, I mean, I think so. I think that a hero can really like exemplify what you value. They can be comforting to us. They can be kind of like a, a guideline for how we want to be. They can help us overcome challenges and stand up for others and what we believe is right. And I mean, without doing those things or learning how to do those things, how are we going to build a better world for ourselves and for the people to come after us? So what do our heroes say about us? So I think that our heroes kind of give a glimpse into what we value and what we kind of want to become and might do to get to that point. I mean, I'm not suggesting that one hero is better than another or worse. I'm just saying that like, if we think about our heroes, we can confidently understand kind of like values, aspirations, stuff like that of a person by the hero that they pursue or who they look up to. Because if you're looking up to someone, you want to be like them. So um, I saw a quote by Jim Rohn. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And it says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, so that doesn't necessarily just apply to the five people you physically are around most often, right? I mean, a lot of us spend a lot of time with our heroes. You know, we read their books, we watch their movies, we study about them, we listen to their music, whatever, whoever, whatever it may be. Um, and so those kind of heroes can have just as strong, if not stronger influence on us than our close friends do if we let them. And so like another point that is brought up is, is a celebrity a hero? And I think that the term celebrity and the term excellence aren't interchangeable. They sometimes are, but like as a, as a whole, I don't think that that's the case. And it's not like that famous people can't be heroes. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. So don't misunderstand me. But like, I mean, look at the way Lin-Manuel Miranda, you know, inspires young artists. Look at the different things that so many athletes do philanthropy wise, right? The point is that like these people aren't heroes because they're celebrities. They're heroic for what they 
do, like the actions that they do and the way that they live their lives, the way that they treat other people. So, you know, we're in such a big, like influencer heavy culture and, um, you know, it's, it's really easy to be like, oh, well that's person's, that person's famous. Like they're my hero, but it's more about character than fame or glory, or at least it should be. And, you know, no matter how closely you try to align your life with a hero or with somebody you look up to, you've got to remain true to yourself though. Um, because you, you have to be an individual. You have to like leave your mark on everything that you, that you do. Sure. You can be influenced by other people. You can learn from your heroes, but like the best thing in the world is that you apply everything to your life personally, which then in turn affects the people around you. And I mean, the sole point of having heroes is to know kind of what direction you want to head in in your life, right? And like maybe some distant landmarks you should try to follow. And so the specifics of how you get there, that's up to you. And that's the cool part of of your story and what makes you unique and what makes you important. It's like your journey and your story is not going to be the same as Maybe, I mean, I'm sitting here at my desk looking at pictures of Michael Jordan. So you're a basketball player. You want to play in the NBA. Well, your journey is not going to look the same as Michael Jordan's because you're not Michael Jordan. But you can look up to him and say, okay, I want to be like him. I want to have a career like that and see the steps that you need to take and how hard you need to work to get there. Sure. Um, but but be your own hero. So because who says who says that you can't, right? So anyone can be a hero, but not everyone will be. We, but all that ability is within all of us. So I don't think, I don't think there's anything tacky or selfish or self-absorbed about being like, who's your hero? I'm, I'm my own hero. So, I mean, think about it this way, right? Are you going to be the hero of your own life or are you going to leave that role to someone else? Neither of them are bad things, but just think, think about this you can create any future you want. You're responsible for yourself. So the sky's the limit. I mean, you're putting in the work for you. You'll get help along the way. Like, don't get me wrong. We can't do this alone, but no one is you. And, you know, we've all heard that quote, like, be the change you wish to see in the world. And, or I think that's what it is. And I mean, if something bothers you or upsets you, are you actively working to change that thing? Or are you just complaining about it? Um, I mean, if if you're not actively working to change it, why not? I mean, a path towards change is not, you know, always smoothly paved. It's often not. But challenge yourself. Like, don't just sit around and wait for somebody else to swoop in with a cape on and, like, take care of it themselves. Because, like, there's a chance that may never happen. It may be something that only you notice. So step up. Be your own hero and change it. And... Then also, another thing that's important about being your own hero is self-care. You've got to make time for yourself. And I mean, I get it. It's, it's hard to do that. But a lesson that I'm trying to learn myself is that self-care isn't selfish. And lastly, <laughs> um, take a leap of faith. Like, take a chance on yourself. Could you fail? Sure. But success doesn't come from not trying either. So, I mean, go for it. But within reason, like don't just like have a plan, have, you know, at least a little bit of a guide for what you want to do, but like try to achieve your dreams. Go for them because I mean, it'll be hard. 
like I said, you might fail, but it'll be so worth it. And you'll learn so much and grow so much like in the process, even if you don't reach the end goal that you thought. Um, because I think that you'll be really surprised at what you're capable of. Um, so when I was preparing for this episode, I of course started thinking about, you know, who do I consider a hero? And my answers changed over time, kind of based on my life and the season I'm in. And, um, but there's a couple of people that I think will always be considered heroic to me. Um, and side note here, I've had to re-record this like three or four times because I kept crying through it. And so bear with me. Um, so, um, first is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, I mean, when I think about it, I quite literally might not have the job that I currently have if it wasn't for her and, and of course, other women like her paving the way for the rest of us. And, you know, despite her circumstances and challenges she faced along the way, she freaking did it. And she was this incredible woman, was so kind, was so passionate about justice. And, um, you know, like that's that's kind of how I strive to be. And So I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been very influential, um, especially in my adult life and, you know, my professional life um, as a woman in a male-dominated field. Um, So that's one. But the biggest one for me um, is is my grandpa. Um, I called him Papa. And uh, when he was 15, his dad died and he had to drop out of school and become the breadwinner of his family and take care of his mom and his two younger brothers. And um, he was drafted into the army during World War II. And we have some of the letters actually that he wrote home when he was overseas and like reading about the fear that he had, but like his determination to stay and fight and like as he said in the letters, like, create a better life for himself and do better and be better. It, I mean, it gives me chills every time I read it. So fast forward a little bit. Um, you know, he's married with two kids, my mom and my uncle Stanley. And Stanley gets involved in this awful accident. You know, he worked his tail off at TVA until he retired. Then he worked at the Ford factory until he retired from there. Um, he went on to lose... Two of his grandchildren, my cousin Stacy and my cousin-in-law Tina, both involved in tragic accidents. He lost his wife in December of 1999. He then had an aortic aneurysm that ruptured. He survived. He got cancer more than once. He survived. That man was resilient. I mean, nothing could shake him. And he was the strongest person I've ever known. And it was rare to see him without a smile on his face. Um, He loved loved to make people laugh, and he loved fiercely and unconditionally. He took care of people less fortunate than him, and he also really hated talking about himself, and he would absolutely hate that I've written all of this, especially that it's about him, Um, but I would not be even half of the person that I am today without him, Um, and unfortunately, we lost him back in 2003, four days before Christmas, Um, but, but yeah, that's my hero. That's what a hero means to me. Um, and before before we move on, I want to make note of this. Um, you know, I've talked a lot about being a hero, following a hero, what heroes do, all that stuff. But I want to make it clear that, like, a hero is just a compass. And heroes are heroes, sure, right? But they're also human. So, like, don't put, don't put any person on a pedestal. 
Um, don't put all this weight on other people because they're going to disappoint you. I mean, you know, they're, they're human. They make mistakes. So, you know, don't let that, you know, you see someone make a mistake, be a huge deterrent to you. Um, I think a lot of it is about kind of how they handle that mistake and they handle that, that situation. So now for something that's just a little bit fun. Um, so I found this, um, on Instagram. I saw this on Instagram a few weeks ago and it says, what Marvel superhero are you based on your Enneagram type? And I couldn't resist sharing it here because I thought it was a lot of fun and we have mentioned the Enneagram on here and we're talking about heroes. I love Marvel, so why not? Here we go. So type one is the reformer and the Marvel heroes that represent this are Black Panther and Captain America And it says, guided by moral absolutism, they are driven by purpose, they're natural leaders, self-disciplined, have a strong sense of right and wrong, are level-headed in a crisis, and are stubborn. (laughs) Um, Type 2 is the helper, that's me. Um, And those heroes are Spider-Man and Hawkeye. And they want to be useful, helpful, um, are compassionate, give unconditional love, are passive-aggressive, are generous, tend to be the quote-unquote mother of the group, are self-sacrificing, and are intuitive. So then type three, the achiever. That would be Shuri from Black Panther and Iron Man. Um, They consider failure room to improve. They are success-driven, competitive. They achieve greatness because of their affinity for excellence. They're hardworking, energetic, witty, and clever. They want recognition and they're optimistic. Then there's type four, the individualist, which is Loki and the Scarlet Witch. They like being seen as mysterious, and they desire to find a unique identity. They're sensitive, highly creative, sometimes feel misunderstood, are passionate, self-aware, and value emotional honesty and self-expression. Type five, the investigator, That would be Doctor Strange and Vision, and they easily master skills, are sarcastic, logical, intelligent, um, not always in touch with their emotions. Um, Everything has to make sense. They're insightful. They love knowing things and feeling superior, and they tend to be a little impatient. So we have Type 6, The Loyalist, and um, that's Black Widow and Falcon. And, of course, they are loyal. They will sacrifice themselves for others. They are good at investigating and problem-solving, strategic, suspicious. Um, Friendship matters most to them. They want a support system. They want to solve their own problems alone. And they are sometimes doubtful. Then we have Type 7, the Enthusiast. That would be Ant-Man and Star-Lord. They have contagious joy, are an entertainer, are never bored, nothing seems to be a big deal. Uh, Their main goal is to have fun, they're loving, and they can be egotistical, but in a charming way, Um, and they're very optimistic. Then we have type 8, the challenger, and that is Thor and Captain Marvel, and they care about justice above all else, are confident, will tell you the truth. Um, are emotional, often angry. (laughs) They like to be in control, um, and they typically would rather work alone. 
Um, and then type nine, the peacemaker, that is Hulk and the Winter Soldier. They are stubborn, a team player, easy to get along with because they are capable of molding to social situations. Intellectual, they're a fixer, they want to find a solution. They struggle with anger, they avoid conflict by running or going numb, and they're good at helping others. So, I hope that was that was fun for everyone and you are happy with uh, which superhero matches your Enneagram type. Um, so now, instead of my typical guest format, we are going to hear from some of you guys. Um, so I reached out to a few people and I asked them who their heroes were because I think it's always, at least for me, it's really important for me to eliminate kind of any bias that I may have or any something that may just be my opinion. And so I asked other people, I wanted to get a ton of different perspectives. Um, so I asked them, like I said, who is their hero and why? And they were kind enough to send me some audio clips. So enjoy. Hello, my name is Shimon, aka Shimbo84. And you asked two questions. One, who is your hero? And two, why do you consider that person your hero? So the first answer is my mother. Whenever anyone asks who's my hero, I always say my mom, hands down without thinking. She is uh, my absolute hero and she is a superstar. She really is. And I consider her a hero because she raised four children alone. I mean, my father came into the picture later, but... She basically raised us all alone and she went to school and she was working full time. She wanted to get her double master so she can make more money, so she can give us everything that she didn't. She also moved from Ecuador and didn't know any English and she promised herself and her family that she will go to college and make something of herself. And she did. And she lived the American dream and that is just hero status. And she is confident and she's not afraid of anything. And, you know, you just learn so much. I learn so much from her every day. And um, that's what a hero means to me. And she exemplifies that every single day. This is Ashley Lamana. I feel like there are quite a few different heroes I could point to in my life. However, there is one woman that truly stands out. And that is the one and only Lorelai Gilmore of Gilmore Girls. I know that sounds really silly, but I didn't have a strong relationship with my mother. Therefore, I was really lacking a lot of female mentorship growing up. So as a young girl to come home and watch someone like Lorelai Gilmore on TV, I was really able to learn a lot about what women are capable of. She was so strong-willed, determined, a great mother, very caring selfish when she needed to. She was never the kind of woman who had to have a man in her life. And she beat to her own drum and she never apologized for that. So I really truly learned a lot from her. And I feel like some of what I've learned from her, I still carry with me today as an adult. I don't really look at heroes, you know, from probably the, the stereotypical, you know, somebody you idolize type thing. Um, I look at it as, you know, maybe somebody that you look up to, somebody that motivates you. Um, obviously, the stereotypical answer is going to be, you know, first responders, nurses, um, and that is absolutely true. But kind of myself personally from a, 
you know, motivation. Uh, somebody I look up to is surprisingly, <laughs> probably not, um, TJ Lavin. Um, so, you know, he had that horrible accident, you know, about 10 years ago or so. He went through a lot, right? He had to relearn everything, you know, um, and it, it really is motivating. So by this point, you know, everybody knows what I went through. Not going to beat a dead horse, not going to keep bringing it up. Um, but that motivated me, right? I was able to look at that and see somebody that I watch on TV all the time that I really like, that I follow, um, and know that, you know, he went through something similar. He came back. If he can do it, I can do it. I got a cameo from him. It was really nice. You know, he referenced, you know, what he went through. And he made a point to say that, you know, you're not out of the woods yet. You, you got to keep fighting. And it, it, it helped. It, it, so, I mean, for that, that was big. Um, and just the way he treats people in general. Uh, he's, he always seems so kind and humble. When I met him in Vegas, he, he was awesome. Um, I told him that, you know, you're, you're one of the best people that, you know, I, I think is out there. And he was, again, very humble. He's like, I don't know about that. I'm like, no, it's it's true. Um, you know, I, I think we could all kind of, you know, take take a hit from that, strive to be nicer, kinder, um, help others, you know, and I, I think the world would, would probably be better off for it. My hero is my Aunt Carol. She has been an amazing inspiration by just taking on whatever happens, anybody that needs to be taken care of. She took care of my grandparents. She took the care of her in-laws when they were sick. Her her husband had a accident and now she's taking care of him and she just keeps she just keeps taking care of everybody and and sometimes at the detriment of herself, of her health, but she just never complains, just takes it all in and does it. I guess the obvious answer to like my hero, I you have to say Jesus, right? Because, I mean, it's Jesus. Even if you only think he's Jesus of Nazareth and not Jesus Christ, the Savior, he's still pretty good. Um, but, you know, I guess my dad is my hero. Um, I really like flawed heroes, which I guess Jesus is not flawed. Um, but, you know, like my dad is has a, a, a whole variety of issues. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, he, he succeeds in spite of them. And I think every good hero um, and every hero that you can actually relate to uh, is a hero that succeeds in spite of having flaws. You know, I mean, that's what makes the, the Knights of the Round Table so engaging even today is, you know, they're all heroes, but they all have flaws. Um, uh, I think a hero, a truly, a truly great hero that's going to stand the test of time, especially and a fictional medium is a flawed hero because, you know, it's someone you can relate to, someone that doesn't always succeed. I mean, that's what makes Superman so boring is, ooh, he's invincible unless you have a rock. And who carries a rock around with him? Um, you know, but when you look at great heroes um, that have been able to adapt with the times and not fall out of favor, they're heroes that have flaws and they succeed in spite of them flaws. And they might not always do everything right either. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, they get more or less the result that is needed. And uh, their intention is always one that is pure of heart. Um, 
even if their own desires might get in the way. My hero is Helen Mirren. She's 75 years old. She's been acting for over 50 years, and she's still killing it. Um, I think it's awesome that she hasn't let age or time or changes in the movie world get to her or let her stop doing what she loves. Um, she looks great. She's always learning new things for new movies. Um, I think you should just respect a person and look up to someone who is passionate about their career and um, always willing to work to keep doing what they love. Uh, when asked the question, who my heroes are, it's something that doesn't necessarily come easy in terms of an answer. Uh, you know, a lot of people grow up saying, you know, my mom's my hero, my dad, you know, grandparent, maybe they idolize an athlete. Um, I always did, but that was more so just like a, a chapter of life. It was a season. You know, I would root for someone um, for a sports team and maybe they retired or moved on. It's like, OK, well, they're not my hero. They're just someone I respect. Um, so growing up, that was Steve Nash uh, being a white point guard myself. <laughs> like, how could you not idolize him? I mean, he was doing it at the highest level, multiple MVPs, you know, never won a championship, but you knew he, he was the reason his team was even as far as they had gotten. Um, and so growing up, I would say he was a bit of a hero, maybe an idol more than a hero. Um, but if I had to choose today, I would say a hero for me is someone that puts their life on the line um, for their job. So yes, I know it's a job. I know they're getting paid. I know they chose to do it. Um, but still, you don't want to do it, right? I mean, a lot of people don't want to do it. No one wants to put their life on the line. I um, mean, these people are risking their home lives and their own lives. Everything they have, they're putting on the line um, to be a, a firefighter, to be a police officer, um, to be in the military, you know, whether that's overseas actually seeing action, or maybe you're just stationed somewhere else, but that's so far away from your family, you never get to see them, but once a year. You know, that's so much sacrifice and so much that they give up for us every single day. And so when I see someone that um, is in uniform uh, with a police officer, fireman, military, uh, I try to go out of my way to let them know I'm appreciative of them and I'm thankful for what they do. So, yeah, I would say my today heroes, my modern day heroes would just be um, those that risk their lives for, for us. So, yeah, policemen, firefighters, um, military, anyone else may be forgetting, but that's it. My friends are my heroes because they are they're people that make me feel uh, unconditionally loved. They are people that make me feel wanted. They're people that make me feel like I am welcome in a group even when I don't think I am. And my friends are people that I love very very much and they're people that I respect and they're people that I admire and my friends are people that I look to as an example of how I how it could be how it can be how I should be as a person and they're people that make me want to be better, and they're people that push me to be better and to want to be better. That's why my friends are my heroes. Hi, Kelsey and everyone listening. My name is Johnny. Um, I would consider my mom to be my hero. 
um, because growing up and to this day, she has been my mom, my doctor, my nurse, my teacher, my, you know, she's protected me from bullies. She's, you know, stood up for me against like, you know, whoever has ever had an issue with me. Um, she's been, she's, she's been so many roles, but she, you know, she's always there for me. She's always been there for me. Um, and so like, and I don't want to say that, you know, she's my hero just because she's done so much for me, but like, she's also been a role model for me. Like she's, she's inspired me to like, you know, work hard and, you know, go chase after your dreams and don't let anybody stop you. Cause you know, she came from, she, she migrated here from Mexico and, um, you know, she came with nothing and, you know, she's worked her entire life, two jobs. And, you know, now she, now she, I think in my eyes, she's been very successful in raising me and my siblings. And, um, you know, she's, and she's just so strong. Like she's, there's never been a time where she has said no, or she's never done something for us. Like, you know, every bait sale for school, she stayed up late, you know, baiting for us, you know, um, birthday parties. She's gone above and beyond to make us happy, you know, Christmas and birthdays and, uh, just anything. Like she's just always done so much to make us so happy. And, um, I mean, I, I don't really know what I would consider a hero, but, I think, you know, someone who is there for you and is always just constantly picking up the pieces when you're broken and, you know, she's my therapist. Like, I talk to her about everything and she's always there to, like, guide me and give me, you know, support, um, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally. And she's just always, like, there. And so I think that is what makes her my hero. My husband is my hero and here's why. He does it all. From the moment he wakes up, he's dedicated to making each of our lives better. He always puts me and our three kids first, making sure we are taken care of in every way. He works very hard all day long, never complains, even cooks dinner and helps with chores, all with a smile on his face. My husband is an amazing father and even adopted my oldest child as his own. He is the most selfless person I have ever met. I appreciate his love and dedication more than anything. We hear it all the time. Not all heroes wear capes. It's a cliche. I get it. But it is true. We have our police officers, our EMTs, our firefighters. Every day, they're putting their lives on the line to protect people they don't know. We have our medical professionals, especially during this pandemic. They are risking their own health and safety to save the lives of people they, again, do not know. We have... Our men and women in the military, you know, they deploy overseas to defend the nation and the people that live in the nation who who they don't know. But most importantly, I, I think it's those people, you know, they didn't sign a contract. You know, they're they're not getting paid. It's people, everyday people that just make a conscious decision when they see something not right, when they see somebody in danger, they leap without thinking about their own safety, but they do whatever they can to protect. They might know the person, but, you know, often they don't know the people. It's, it's those people that without any any gain, you know, without any thought of their own safety, they will do whatever it takes to to save those in trouble. And, uh, you know, those are, those are heroes. Okay, heroes. So I would say, per like, personally, like a, a person, like a real-life person, 
hero would definitely be RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, this is someone that I've looked up to probably since elementary school when I first started learning about the Supreme Court um, and how the, the role that they play in our government. She was already on the bench at the time. She was probably, I think probably the newest justice, um, but she was one of two women at the time and just like learning about her personal history and how she was one of few women in her Harvard class and all that stuff. It just, it was really inspiring to me and taught me what the legal field can do in terms of like advocating for not only women's rights, but just the underdog sort of like, un, you know, fighting for people who don't have the means to fight for themselves, but deserve rights just like everybody else. So definitely RBG. Um, you know, she, if, if you know me personally, you know that I'm a little bit height challenged. And she was also very, very small, but she carried a lot of weight and a lot of power in her voice. Um, and that's something that I definitely try to use as a lawyer. And I, I look up to her to this day, and I don't think I ever will stop. Uh, fiction superhero would definitely be Captain America, Steve Rogers. You know, I think the thing that sticks out for me about Steve Rogers and why so I resonated with that story so much when I started reading the comic books was that he himself was an underdog. Uh, you know, he was trying to do good, but nobody would let him. And when he got powers and when he was able to do good, he didn't, he still didn't do it for himself or he didn't do it to gain more power or to gain fame and popularity. He still, his goal was to help people. And I think much like RPG, you can see the connections there. Um, it's something that I try to do in my life every day and why I chose the career that I chose. And, you know, I think that those two heroes um, really encapsulate that for me. So I'd have to say that my hero is my mother um, because, you know, not only is she one of the most loving and caring people I know, always willing to give herself and her time to, you know, everybody, even if they may or may not deserve it, you know. Um, she is also one of the most determined people I know, one of the most hardest working people I know. You know, she started from pretty much nothing when I was a kid, like waiting tables and bartending. My dad was in the Navy, so he was gone when I was really young. And we lived in a city that was 10 hours from our little small town in New York State. So, like, fast forward to today and she has multiple degrees and is one of the most important people in her international company so like not only has she been a role model in how to treat other people and care for other people but she has also been a role model to me in how to work for the things you want and how to get yourself out of situations that you don't want to be in forever and like I said, she got her start, you know, far from home with basically no help. And all these years of dealing with me and my brother and my dad and, you know, other family nonsense and just without getting too into too much, she, she dealt with a lot along the way. And she became this badass person. 
and not only a person that may be easily likable but easily respectable when you when you know them and you know what they've gone through and who they are now and everything like that so yeah if i if i had to pick anybody to be my hero i i definitely have to say my mother you asked me who my hero is and i don't really have one i don't ever recall having one as a child and i've always found this question hard to answer because people always have an answer ready like my mom my dad my grandma superman and i've never really had an answer because i try not to heroicize people because i think when you do that they're bound to disappoint you and not because people are bad just that's the nature of it when you put someone up on a super high pedestal when they do something to quote-unquote wrong you or that is quote-unquote wrong you're even more disappointed than if someone else did it because you think so highly of this person and that they can do no wrong and then when they do it's such a shock to you and it's really just human nature and how everyone is everyone's going to disappoint you at some point in time it's just the way it is my heroes are david attenborough and jane goodall um for their dedication to conservation of all life and their fight for the environment that extends beyond their lifetime. I have a few different heroes, um, but obviously besides, you know, Jesus. But the one lately has definitely been uh, my girlfriend, Chloe. <clears throat> um, just for a huge list of reasons. Um, but recently I graduated nursing school and just the fact that she uh, braved through nursing school um, on the other side as the one who wasn't going through it just really shows her character and she was nothing but encouraging the entire time and just really pushed me through and encouraged me and motivated me and helped me see the end goal and kept reminding me why I was doing it so right now I think my biggest hero here on earth would definitely be Chloe. My hero would have to be my mom. And the reason why she is my hero is because she has faced a lot of adversity from a very young age. And she has been incredibly strong throughout all of it. She had um, a life of comfort back in her country in South America. And she decided to immigrate over here to America a little over 30 years now. And she has made an incredible life for herself and for my family and she's a very strong individual, and I hope to be even half the person that she is. All right. Um, so thank you again to everybody who submitted audio clips. I think that was really fun and exciting and kind of a different way to get a bunch of people's perspectives. So that is all I have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. And if you like this episode you and you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey Klein and on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Klein. And I will see you guys next week for Conspiracy Theories with Mikey G. Thanks, everybody.